Hi, and this is an uneducated view on Leap Day, another thing along with daylight savings to add to the list of unnecessary calendrical events. Hello and welcome to an uneducated view on the only podcast that bans a game based on creating a plague because there's a real life plague going on. All right. Hello, this is an uneducated view on the only podcast to wait two weeks before going on a cross-country flight, which is what you should do at a time like this. That's the only reason why we haven't uploaded in more than two weeks. We've yeah. Been, we've been waiting to We had sure. to quarantine Chris for a couple of weeks before he came back from his <laughs> midterm break trip. Yeah. You, yeah. Don't want, you don't want the <laughs> virus to be passed on through the podcast app. Yeah. You know, it, through the airwaves. It's that kind of virus. Transmitted yeah. by air, water... Podcast. You know, podcast. Yeah. The four primary elements. That was <laughs> the last airbender, the last podcaster. Or like <laughs> I know. Actually, that was a hot take, Steph, on your leap year thing. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because, like, you know, we're going to get... If, if you don't have a leap year, in, like, a couple hundred years, the seasons will be flipped. Yeah. Well, I was actually... I got that because I read a CNN article about how you there's people proposing a set... Uh, calendar where then every year you will know what date will fall on what kind of day. Like, what do you mean by a set calendar? As in, like, uh, you will know, like, you know, Christmas will always be on a Monday, for example. Oh. Yeah. How do they do that? I don't exactly They add more know. days to the world? To I the, Well, I know. The Earth's rotation? Like, I know, because leap, leap days is because, yeah, the Earth's rotation doesn't exactly match, like, 364 or 5 days. It's, like, you have to count for the extra day. But I'm not exactly sure. So... You know what? We'll see. I, apparently, there's like a permanent calendar movement. Don't exactly movement. know. If, yeah, a, a movement. A petition. Change.org. Wow. Yeah. It's like the French Revolution all over again. I'm not. I'm not exactly saying that I necessarily agree with the science behind that, and I am supporting that. That was just you know my hot take for the intro statement. So yeah, yeah. We, we understand. Please don't peg me as someone <laughs> who <laughs> doesn't believe in astronomy. <laughs> <laughs> Astronomy? Yeah, astrology. My, my astrology oh, no, wait. it's astronomy. I know. I was yeah. going to oh, make okay. a joke about astrology. Okay. Yeah, I was also going to make a joke about astrology. Horoscopes? Horoscopes have a play into this. Should we hit the intro music? Yeah. I, <laughs> beep. <laughs> I was also thinking that. <laughs> That's okay. No, it's good. It'll, I'll transition into the intro music. So, how how is everyone? How was midterm break? How is your how are midterms themselves? Got my teeth removed, my wisdom teeth. All of your teeth? Okay. Yeah, no, just my wisdom teeth. I can still talk. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I can still talk, as you can. I'm not tell. sick, I promise. Yeah, he, oh Chris God. came back, and the first thing he did was sneeze all over the apartment. I was in Toronto, <laughs> and I just came back sneezing and coughing. <laughs> And, and Jacques very strongly, uh, Jacques and I lived together, and he very strongly petitioned for me to be quarantined. Yeah, we were like, wait. Just lock him in his room. Does the door lock from the outside? Just Chris one day. I, no, that's <laughs> Woke up and was like, what? What? I can't get out. Uh, he wishes. Uh, so but none of you guys got sick. Well, it hasn't yeah, been too easy. Surprisingly. That's true. It's possible. And now we're in a small room recording a podcast with that Steph. That's true. Poor and Steph. A lot of you know, talking's <laughs> going on. That's okay. Maybe I'll airways. just face that the other direction while I talk. Just wash your hands after. Yeah. <laughs> Don't touch your nose that, and face. The fact that you're warning me to, not a safe <laughs> sign. But yeah. Speaking of the virus though, that that is what we're gonna we're gonna tackle today. I seems How appropriate. Relevant of an intro. Yeah. I know. Seems appropriate though, considering I feel like everyone can't stop talking about the virus. Yeah. 
I mean, even like in a non-serious way, I feel like mm-hmm. so much uh, just like random things coming up with like mm. jokes and stuff. This is worse than like the Y2K virus. You're talking about that a lot. Well, I, I, when I was in y- my womb, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I, I love talking about the Y2K virus. <laughs> what, was, what was the Y2K? Was that like t- the turn of the... Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like they were scared that computers wouldn't change the year properly and therefore break everything. <laughs> like, I don't know, like apparently all the supply chains going to break down. Like Banking we won't have system. groceries anymore. No banks, yeah. no money. Wow, groceries <laughs> would stop because of Yeah, that people aura. kept buying water. There was like a water shortage in the markets and stuff. It was That's great. Crazy. Yeah, it was really... A weird topic. time. We should investigate it one day. Maybe we can go into uh, like a special on the Y2K for all people who don't ah. know about it. Could be interesting. Like uh, we can do like a Netflix like three part series yeah, podcast. Yeah. Three part series on know. Strange Apocalypse. Yeah, exactly. Like 2012. <laughs> no, I think like this is kind of causing like an apocalyptic um, yeah uh, response though. Because I was in the car the other day on my way to UBC and um, there was a radio show and they were talking about like they were like oh these are some tips from health experts which were not defined by the way they just said <laughs> health experts and they said oh for people in Vancouver you should prepare yourself by buying uh, p- non-perishable goods yeah, and yeah. prepare to be able to live out of your home for a few days I'm like are you kidding me Apparently that seems Costco so is nuts extreme the like Costco is crazy right oh, now I'm sure yeah but I mean I feel like it's not, it's not a bad precaution, like, in general, I guess, right? in general. I feel like in general, for sure. But to, like, publicly say, like, by the way, because of this thing that's, like, all over the media all the time, like, go out to all your grocery stores and buy out supplies. Like, that doesn't <laughs> seem like the best public announcement, I feel. Because I don't, ne- well, in my opinion, I don't know if that's the, if that's necessary at this point. And right. to kind of cause it. Sort of panic. I think it just escalates it. I mean, there's the other side of the coin where people are thinking, like, you know, it's kind of just like a flu, you know, and right. it's like yeah. just it's because it's new and novel, you know, the media's all yeah. over on it, you know. But before all of our listeners tune out thinking that we're just another radio show that's going to debate the merits and the pros and cons yeah. of the coronavirus, we're, we're going to atta- attack it from a different angle today, right? Yes, yes. So, specifically, I guess, how, how the coronavirus has impacted. Um, Business and more specifically on that, the tech industry, because coronavirus has started, well, started from China. um, And so it has greatly impacted um, business in China, which has had lasting impacts with... It still um, is, isn't it? Like, I think even now they're not at full capacity. No, no, no. A lot of factories, exactly. A lot of stores are closed. Factories have been shut down. So people like, or people, companies like Apple... Well, there's probably just been a, there's probably just a lag right now because like people are just going off of stocks like their the current the previous stock. stock and now maybe like in a little bit we'll yeah. start seeing actual impact here across the across the pond I guess it'll be interesting because uh, I know Apple was saying that they're going to be impacted because a lot of their iPhone production mm-hmm. is in China yeah I heard Samsung some phones announcements are going to be delayed I don't know if it was Samsung yeah. but someone's phones so a lot of product launches uh, I think yeah product launches are delayed I think Samsung was one of them yeah. um, so a lot of companies that rely on uh, uh, hardware manufacturing yeah. from China have been drastically impacted and now South so, Korea is being hit quite heavily by the virus so I oh, think really? Samsung if it hasn't already been affected now it's going to start feeling a little bit of heat. Yeah, and even, like, the IOC, the Olympic Committee, saying, like, if it doesn't blow over by, I think it was, like, May, mm-hmm. they're considering sh- uh, canceling the Olympics, which is yeah. like a pretty yes. big deal, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But So aside from yeah. just the fact that the production in China is being uh, slowed and canceled, 
the stores in China are closed.、Oh. So if people aren't going out and shopping and buying things, like that's going to have an impact on American companies, Canadian companies that have a lot of sales that come in from China. So yeah, it's interesting too because it's not even just like the physical sales.、Um, tourism that's been a huge,、oh, yeah. huge、uh, industry. That isn't China like the largest? Yeah, yeah, largest. I guess tourist market, like of one of the exporter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know if you can say exporter of people. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, if that's yeah, a proper terminology. Source of, source source of tourism. Of yeah. 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 yeah, so diplomatic. Yeah, but、um, yeah,、uh, in the U.S., I think they China is one of the largest、uh, demographics of their tourists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oops, yeah, I don't know how to properly say that. <laughs> yeah, but、um, yeah, so they've they've taken a huge hit for tourism, and not just that, but、um, their Chinese tourists spend the most money while they're there too.、Um, so I've also、mm-hmm. heard that, like you know, designer stores,、uh, they've also. Been heavily impacted、um, in China and、no、around、way. the world because then the Chinese tourists that you know would have traveled to Paris, Paris, and, yeah, yeah, Europe that then would have spent money there. They are losing business.、Um, well, we just want to send our heartfelt,、uh, you know, condolences to Louis Vuitton and、uh, <laughs> Gucci himself. Yes, <laughs> Coco Chanel. You know. Yeah, yeah. We're we're really sorry for. For the blip, yeah. Yeah. the blip on the crutch. <laughs> you might have to fly first class instead of private this time, <laughs> until this blows over. Or not fly. They're probably not flying at all. That's true. Yeah. Y- you might have to take the limo. <laughs> God forbid.、Yeah. <laughs> uh, private car. Yeah. Who knows. Um, yeah. And, and another thing that actually is is related is the conferences. The right now we're entering like. The spring, there's like the two times in the tech community when things get announced, right? So、oh, spring yeah, yeah. and then the fall. So,、um, is it CES around this time? Yeah. CES、uh, or CES was in January. Oh, it but was. But the Mobile、How、World Conference、yeah. was supposed was to happen. Got canceled.、Mm-hmm. Um, F8, Facebook's、uh, developer conference, canceled. Microsoft、wow. pulled out of a few big conferences、yeah. they were supposed to present at, and Google and Apple are actually just around the corner. Apple's WWDC is coming up usually in May. It happens, and Google's developer conf- or Google's announcement conferences in in spring as well,、right. spring summer. Yeah, like around spring, springtime. So, this could be big if they can't announce anything, or they might just like privately stream everything from their own、yeah. no audience or anything. Yeah. Well, did you see?、Uh, Kind of unrelated, kind of related, kind of unrelated. But did you see?、Uh, well, I saw something on、um, Facebook, and it, BTS did their、um, their. BTS is the, the K-pop the band. The K-pop band, yeah. yeah. They did.、Um, uh, A press conference, yeah. Sorry, couldn't find the word. The press conference to an empty audience, and usually the hall is filled with people.、Um, but instead of risking,、um, it was supposed to be in South Korea, yeah, and instead、okay. of risking, you know, having the com- the the conference hall filled with people, they decided to just keep it empty and live stream it instead. So it, the photos of the press conference is kind of eerie, just because it's fully set up with the screens and everything, and BTS is sitting there in the、oh, front of the stage, <laughs> but it's completely empty. And they're there, they're making their statements to like cameras that are just there filming them, but no one's in the audience, and it's completely dark. Right, the、oh, whole、wow. this auditorium is dark. A similar thing in Europe.、So. Um, the Some soccer leagues in Europe have not are not allowing people to come watch the games.、Mm-hmm. So they're just playing in empty stadiums. So they've given the teams the options either to continue playing their games in empty stadiums or to end the season early. That's a、wow. that's like an eerie thing, you know. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Kind of creepy. Like, you know, you're used to like people cheering and stuff, and it just, just feels like silence. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's yeah, kind of weird. Kinda wild. Yeah, which is interesting because so, okay, going back to the whole, briefly going back to the supply chain thing, um, it's funny because Microsoft has been also impacted clearly because of the supply chain. So their uh, hardware products, like, you know, their PCs, like that's been impacted, but not their like cloud computing business. So it's True. it's interesting to see like what parts of businesses are um, how they respond to the, yeah. the virus and how that's kind of changing things. Because I read some questions at the end of like a New York Times article and it raised some interesting conversation, like yeah, some questions about, you know, how more people staying at home, how does that impact businesses like, you know, Uber Eats, for example, or like Lyft Netflix. or Netflix. Yeah. Like, are we going to see like different businesses respond to different types of behavior like that? And of course, like we can't anticipate or we don't know how long this will last for. So all this might be pretty short term. Doesn't seem like it, though. It seems like yeah. it'll take a few months at least. I mean, it's interesting you say that because on one hand, everyone's like, well, the world is more connected than ever. So it's like it's mm-hmm. poised mm-hmm. for a, a big, you know, pandemic. Yeah. But at the same time, we have so much stuff that helps us kind of almost get by, like with all this technology. Like you said, the live streaming stuff, like how a sports right. league can still be profitable even with a no live audience. Like that's pretty crazy. Yeah. If you, you tell people that like a hundred years ago, you know. Like, but this is from a first world perspective. That's true. That's true for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Whereas mm-hmm. majority of the world is not in the first world. So majority of the impact from the virus will not be on first world countries. Mm. And when you lose, you know, when it hits India and you lose the biggest, uh, second biggest country and then it spreads to Africa yeah. where there's no real precautions that will allow people, like, that will stop it. Um, it could be, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and similar thing even here in the first world, you, you mentioned stuff being able to work from home and, and, you know, stuff like that. But one thing I read recently that was kind of eye-opening was the people that work from home are the wealthier people that have office jobs that yeah. can afford to work from home, whereas poor people who are working at Tim Hortons or working in um, retail, which is a lot of people, especially in America, millions of people, mm-hmm. you either go to work and risk getting infected or yeah. you stay home and you don't get paid and you don't have an income. Mm. So yeah. the kind of capitalistic nature of the way we do things is making this virus spread so much easier because people can't afford to stay home. For sure. And I think, yeah, I I also saw that only um, a few companies have actually officially released safety policies so far for their employees um, in terms of preparedness, um, you know, for whether or not you should come to work, you shouldn't, uh, for more labor intensive, like, you know, physical kind of jobs. Like, yeah, like if you have to come in. So, for example, like Uber, Lyft, those sorts of jobs where you literally have to be in contact with people at all times um i think only a few companies i think maybe uber uh actually released a policy what are they going to do they're not going to pay employees for not to not work right yeah i think their statement was just like oh we're we're really we prioritize it just be careful exactly it's not like they actually well well, our thoughts are with you yeah exactly (laughs) thoughts and prayers right um but on 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 a maybe i don't know if it's a bright side but on on the quote-unquote bright side uh, if you're looking to get investing, now is a good time to, you know. <laughs> and Netflix probably going to do well. Lots of people at home, nothing mm. to do. And they're not really impacted by the directly. So, yeah. you know, stranger things could be uh, quite <laughs> lucrative. Um, but 
uh, companies like Apple, companies like Microsoft will probably have a bit of a hit, and companies like Google um, will probably profit a little bit off of this. Yeah. Since they're more tech kind of in Google. the cloud, less reliant on manufacturing. Hardware, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hardware. Okay. And also just companies that are less reliant on, like, China in general. Yeah. Um, for now, because it's spreading. For now, for now. But but a lot of places, like, that rely on, like, Chinese manufacturing specifically. Yeah. yeah. But I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully we'll, we'll stick around, you know. We'll update y'all. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. If, if we don't side. release an episode in, in yeah, a you, month. You'll know what happened. Well, either we got too busy with midterms or, you know. We'll <laughs> or something else got us first. You yeah. might just have one of us uh, come back and I'm sorry to inform you. <laughs> <laughs> the memorial is next week. <laughs> and by the time it gets published, it'll have been a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get that editing through, right? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Um, we'll keep an eye out. We'll uh, we'll we'll see you in our next episode. I'm sure it's not gonna go away by the time we have a couple more episodes. Sure. So we'll we'll keep an eye out and talk about it as we go. Um, especially on the tech side, because I think that that's more relevant to us. Yeah. Um, yeah. Although it's like know. a novel look at it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, one thing on the tech kind of maybe a hopeful side of the tech, uh, a company that does a lot of vaccines apparently was able to like sequence using some algorithm they have oh. a potential uh, a vaccine for the, for the, the virus. Um, and I, last I heard they were in trials like very, very, very limited trials. So mm. it's still very early on. Yeah, and they were fast. estimating like a 2021 early release of the vaccine, which is still a very long ways away. Mm-hmm. But um, but it's cool that they, they used an algorithm to find out what they should make the vaccine out of. Yeah, it's like, uh, I think like there's so many fields now where they're just kind of slowly, you know, taking in this, all this like new computing power. It's crazy. Computer like, science, what can it not change, honestly, at this point? It looks like everything's going to be impacted by it's it. On, it's honestly really exciting, like, you know, the fact that previously they would just have all this data kind of just sitting around and now someone just comes in like, hey, I see you have data. Let's do this. And then, you know, yeah, like it just in an instant. I feel bad for the intern that has to translate all the paper data into like digital. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually uh, like there's like businesses that open up around just data categorization. Yeah, I I showed you one that it was started off. It started up by like a couple of college students, I think. And now they're still like really young. And um, all their co- company does is outsource the data categorization. So yeah. for uh, machine learning, yeah, like yeah, they essentially yeah. take the they, they handle the big data yeah. for machine learning, uh, like creating algorithms. And That's stuff. pretty cool. It's crazy, yeah. and it's worth like a billion dollars now. Yeah, I think it was valued at a billion already. So wow, it's, it's yeah. like a couple of years old. Yeah. So, anyways, we're really off topic, but no, it's okay. Really cool. That I mean, that kind of leads into what we kind of had planned to talk about. Yes, because I want to apply to that company. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of cool. Well, you know, that that sums up, I guess, our first dip into coronavirus. But as Chris said, you know, it's definitely something that's not going to wrap up anytime soon. So we probably won't stop talking about it either. Um, Yeah. We'll try not to bore you with it because I know it's all over the place. That's why we tried not to be too generic and repeat the same points everyone (laughs) did. the world's ending. Yeah, look at the tech side of it. But um, yeah. I yeah, wonder if there's anything in Vancouver fresh. happening about it. Maybe we have like some companies here that are looking into it. I don't know. We can check it out and get back to you guys uh, next episode. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, with that in mind, let's see if you guys have any cool tech facts because it's time for 
tech off. Tech off, tech off, tech off, tech off. I think it changes every single time. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. That's we'll what keeps it editor. interesting. We'll let the editor fix it. Yeah, yeah. Editor our our editor, our <laughs> hired editor. <laughs> yep. I've never intern. seen a paycheck. Uh, <laughs> Unpaid intern. Paid thanks, intern. Chris. <laughs> um, Jacques, do you want to go first? Sure. So in honor of famed mathematician Catherine Johnson from NASA, Oh yeah. one of the yeah. mathematicians that helped... Uh, with the moon landing. From mm-hmm. the movie Hidden Figures. Yes, that's Very right. Very good she movie. Watch it. Highly recommend. Unfortunately, she recently just passed away. Um, oh, like, that's why, that's why okay. it was in honor of her. Oh, but okay. Yeah, was, like this week. Yeah. But, yeah, anyways. Uh, the computer that was used on the Apollo landing capsule, I guess, it had, this was in, like, 1969, it had zero, around 0.04 megahertz in the clock speed. Megahertz. And now we're, we're in gigahertz now. Like yeah. computers now are in gigahertz. Mm-hmm. So your iPhone mm-hmm. could probably land on the moon 100,000 times over at the same time. Like the software could That's help crazy. land 100,000 capsules at the right. same time and not crash. And like, you know. With yeah. an iPhone. Yeah, That's your iPhone. crazy. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. Yeah. Mine's not as cool. I feel bad now. <laughs> I should have gone first. It's take off. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, you don't feel bad. It's just the the nature of the game. Okay. Someone's uh, got to lose. You can, maybe he'll edit it first. He'll edit it so it goes first. <laughs> actual yeah. episode. Yeah. I won't even know. It's you know. <laughs> pretty smart. I don't have time for that. Um, <laughs> so my, uh, my, my tech fact, the QWERTY, that's spelled Q-W-E-R-T-Y, keyboard was designed to slow you down. Wait, hold up, actually? Yeah, so there's two theories behind this. The first one is uh, when you look at typewriters. So the QWERTY was designed back when typewriters were a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And when you had a typewriter, I don't know if you ever used one, but you have these keys that pop up, like these metal keys that pop up when you hit the the letter you want to type. And if you hit multiple at the same time, they jam. Like the keys hit each other and they stick together. So the idea was that they wanted to create this QWERTY placement that placed the common alphabet at a distance from each other, which was awkward and kind of slowed down a typist's speed. Wow. So they wouldn't hit the keys together. Well, that's actually news to me now. Yeah. yeah. That is and a different theory is that telegraph operators designed the, lay- the QWERTY layout because it was easier to decipher Morse code. With the QWERTY? Yeah. yeah. How oh, because so? it's you have to listen to the Morse and exactly it's like slower. Okay, yeah. So uh, it uh, it allows it, it kind of uh, gives you more buffer time to exactly kind of think about it and write it down. Um, but either way, there's no real reason to keep using this layout. Like, there's yeah. no productive reason that means we should use it. Actually, uh, I think there's a lot of new designs out there that are yeah. supposed to be more efficient, um, but it's just stuck. And there's always been resistance to change it. The Dvorak layout is actually a much faster objective layout. Um, and you can change it in your language settings on your phone. So if you want to change your keyboard to try out this faster Dvorak layout. Yeah, that's, that'd be a really rough adjustment period. Yeah, it's spelled D-V-O-R-A-K <laughs> if you want to try it out. It's Dvorak. Like, okay. yeah, your friend texts Whoa. you, hey, are you ready to leave? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. or, or you can instantly reply because you're so good at using this new keyboard. So that's true. Much that's true. In two yeah. months, then, you know. Although now with like the swipe keyboard, like iOS 13 added the native right. swipe. That so Android's always yeah, had. Yeah, like three years, <laughs> four years. But, um, <laughs> but, you know, it's cool. It's new to us. So yeah. Don't take that away from you. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty, uh, yeah, yeah, faster. Wonderful. Anyway, wonderful. Uh, that's my fact. 
Yeah, no, interesting because uh, I remember in like grade two, like we had to, we had a whole unit on learning how to type. Uh-huh. Did you guys? I don't know. This, that's I like an elementary. Remember. What was that? Canadian was it all the right type? To, yeah, all the right type. We did that in grade six. So oh, is that what? the games? Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah it was it's a okay, game. Okay, some of us are late bloomers. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was a typing game. You had like the blips, like the blimps that would come fly, or like planes I, that I would think, fly. Yeah, yeah, I've seen I stuff think, like that. Okay, I'm pretty sure we all did the same thing. Yeah, yeah. but those are good days. Grade two. You say grade two? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, it was elementary what? school. Yeah, for sure. elementary, grade two or three. And like we just, like, you know, when you just had that one computer in the classroom, computer class. so then oh, everyone, really? like. We had computer. Yeah. Oh, we also had computer like class. Labs. Yeah, mm-hmm. computer lab. Like, you would go for half an hour and you got to, <laughs> if you did enough typing, you would get to, like, play cross country Canada too. <laughs> oh, man. That, that brings <laughs> back memories. That was the, <laughs> you know, the, the holy grail of video games back in the day. Uh, fun Canadian memories. This is great. Yeah. yeah. And, and cross-country BC, for those of you in British Columbia. Right, because they had, like, a spin-off. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, I, you know, I you keep having to go to Prince George. I don't think I've ever... Like, <laughs> I actually know the map of BC really well right now really? because of that game. Because of that game. <laughs> yeah. And That's same good with that the, it's actually taught you stuff. Yeah. yeah. Same yeah. with cross-country so Canada. If, ever, if the apocalypse actually hits and you can go to Trim, Prince George, can yeah, I know how to there. get there. Yeah, yeah. Get GPS. Exactly. Okay, yeah. that's good. Dude, then can, you know I'll I'll stick close to you because yeah. I don't know how to get to Prince George. Yeah, <laughs> and and you also learn like the, what different regions of Canada produce. Like you know I learned about the prairies <laughs> being big in beef and in wheat. Wheat, yeah, and beef and wheat. Yeah. Uh, Quebec had maple syrup and you know yeah yeah. Uh, anyway, we're okay. on a tangent. Yeah, I Maybe know. we should do a live stream, a Twitch stream of us playing cross-country Dude, Canada. If you start a gaming channel, I'm down. Of prehistoric games, like cross-country, <laughs> all the right types. Throwbacks. You yeah. Know. Do you guys play a bomb that. game, uh, Bomb It? Bomb if you guys ever played Bomb Is it, it? with the balloons? No. The, the bombs. Oh, the balloons like tower defense? Yeah, I, I that love was, that game. That was great. Yeah, that's um, good. Penguin Run or Penguin Fly? I've heard of it. Oh, yeah, where you slide down the hill. Yeah, you slide down the hill and you try to... Or Shopping Cart Hero. Is this all like Flash games? Yeah. Do you remember yeah, Miniclip.com? Miniclip. Yeah, Miniclip. Love Miniclip. That's oh, where goodness. Club Penguin originated from. Yeah. yeah. It was hosted on Miniclip for like, I, we're, I recently heard something about Club Penguin being like created at UBCO. What? Really? What? I didn't or know UBCO I, was okay. that old. <laughs> I thought UBCO was like recently. It might not be true though. I don't want to spread fake news. Um, Steph will look it up. Yeah. But while Science she's, fact of the day. Yeah, you know. maybe. <laughs> I mean, we've given a lot of really good facts with cross-country and everything, you know. <laughs> yeah, give us some of your other uh, geographic knowledge of Canada I for all the international <laughs> listeners out there. <laughs> uh, we actually do have, on a side tangent, we have uh, some pretty international listeners. Shout out to our uh, South American listeners. We, we have a couple in South America, oh, Europe, yeah. Asia. Um, we're, uh, yeah. Hello, hello. Well, I think we're only missing Africa... And Antarctica. Oh, wait. Okay. Uh, pro- uh, sorry. It was developed by this guy in Kelowna. Yeah, Kelowna. Yeah. Right. That's where wait, UBCO is. Wait, that's so cool. Is. Yeah, it is at... Okay, yeah. UBCO is in Kelowna, but I don't know if it was, like, through UBCO or while okay. he was at UBCO. But it was, um, it was finished and released through his company... Where no sorry he was employed at a company in Kelowna at the time, yeah. Oh, okay, that's pretty so, cool. It was, was a so online game a, company in Kelowna. We're not wow. gonna say it's true, Easy. but uh, the fact has potential credit, credence, yeah, credence, credence to it. Potential, yeah. Okay, where anyway. it began as the first seeds of Club Penguin. That's where, it, yeah. Okay, so cool. it the uh, it kind of originated. It blossomed yeah. from from Kelowna. There that's kind go. of where you can draw. That's pretty wow. cool. That's pretty cool. Anyway, should we declare a winner? Oh of yes, yes. Um, Hmm, your phone being able to 
having the capacity to land on the moon or QWERTY actually slowing you down. Uh, okay, I'm... They're both really good, Trouble. actually. They're both really good. I'm gonna... I'm gonna... I'm gonna give it to Jacques. Damn. Just okay, just because Damn. just because he it was, you know, it honored, you know, famous mathematician. Oh, so um, now we're going off emotional appeal. Well next time know. I'll say the QWERTY keyboard was designed by a, you know, uh, well, famous Canadian <laughs> UBC yeah. graduate, yeah. Terry Fox yeah. and then Terry like, oh, Fox. Okay, no, it's gotta be. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, by design. He was actually a software engineer as well. <laughs> but I, I have Cross to say in Canada. Chris, your fact was really good and also very interesting. I was very engaged by that. Can I Things file I an appeal? Didn't uh, if I disagree with the ruling. Um, <laughs> I appeal is currently being considered and has been denied. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I tried. Better luck next time. Yeah. yeah. Shoot. Happens sorry. <laughs> Darn. <laughs> well, okay. So we talked about coronavirus. We did our tech off. And we briefly, before tech off, talked a bit about, you know, companies. Um, possibly internships. Um, it's hiring season. It is hiring season. You know, all is that the same as hunting want... season? Yeah, they're hunting for you. <laughs> the next prospective intern at yeah. Company X. <laughs> I mean, I, I hope so. You, you kind of want to get hunted, but it's sad if, you, if you're if you not. <laughs> I guess it's different. In, in real hunting season, you don't want to get hunted. In this hunting oh, season, I see. Oh, yeah, I guess I should have done it the other way around. Where, like, yeah. You're hunting for the company, but whatever. Yeah. I'm sure Possibly. they... You don't think they, they want, want me? They want you. Don't now worry. I feel, they now want I feel you. scared. Now I feel like an <laughs> imposter. <laughs> Do you have imposter syndrome, Chris? Dum, dum, dum. <laughs> wow, Steph. What is that? That imposter sounds relevant. Syndrome? Tell me more. <laughs> well, you know what? It just so happens we're about to talk about imposter syndrome. Golly gee. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So imposter syndrome is very common in the tech world. And I don't have like a formal definition. <laughs> According um, to Marion Webster. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't don't want to define it based off of like something else. But from what I know, it's and from what I mean, I've personally experienced as well. It's kind of like a feeling of um, inadequacy and a feeling like you don't belong in a situation and kind of feeling like you never will. Feeling like um, you know. It was an accident, kind of. Yeah, like, like an accident you that you got to where you are, and like everything you do is based off of luck. So, kind of not accrediting any of your achievements mm-hmm. to yourself. Um, and it, I think it's something that you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of like students feel. Um, but it's something that we don't realize is prevalent like throughout people's entire career. Mm. Um, and so it's definitely That's something true. that like, it's worth it i think you know for us to talk about think about um, it and think about it yeah for sure because you know we're going into jobs soon even if it's just a co-op internship or if you're graduating or if you are you know already working um even just, going into university if there's like yeah. high school students i think that's mm. also something that i mean just any like just upper, anything, yeah any upper leap feels like becoming a parent yeah. <laughs> My child doesn't deserve me. Yeah, no, seriously, <laughs> it though. It was an like, accident. Yeah, I, I, exactly. Like, I shouldn't, no, I don't I belong. Don't. I don't belong as a parent or I don't belong in this community. Like, that. Yeah. those feelings are so valid and it happens all the time. So, um, I, I think we kind of explained it mm-hmm. a little bit. Uh, have you had personal experiences uh, with it, or something like this, either of you? Yeah, um... I, I can go first. Um, <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, 
I don't know. I think I've mentioned it in like the first episode, but I've taken a few computer science classes, um, but I only did them. Are as you a developer? <laughs> yeah, developer, you know, I code developer, on the side. Developer, code developer. On the side. <laughs> What's your favorite coding language stuff? <laughs> um, only done Java, so I can only really can see. You, can that, you sort this linked list for me? Okay, quickly, good question live. Oh my goodness! If, if you get it, they'll be so impressed. You know, the recruiter is <laughs> listening right now. Yeah. They'll be like, "Wow, she explained it through the airwaves." You know? yeah. The catch is, you have to write it in PHP. No, let's not do this. <laughs> okay. Well, see, this. I think this situation goes into maybe what I will start talking about. <laughs> We're sorry. About. <laughs> We're sorry, Steph. No, no, no. This is this fine. Is this is a hostile work environment. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine. I don't mind that. But, um, yeah, so I took CS as, like, uh, a few of my electives, which I really enjoyed, and I really enjoy, like, you know, learning more about tech. Um, and tech is definitely wh- where I want to work in in the future. Um, but I have always felt like I will never, like, catch up with people who are, like, actually, like, knowledgeable on that side of tech. And even me just saying that, like, I think I don't give myself enough credit sometimes for, like, how much I know about tech. Because sometimes I genuinely just feel like I just don't know anything and I will never know anything just because I will never, like, cross that bridge and I will never be on the other side of things. So I definitely think that is, like, a, my, like, real-life example of imposter syndrome. And that has shown up very in very real situations like this year when I've been searching for jobs like in the tech industry sometimes you know like the questions are like oh like well why tech like you know what part of tech interests you and I can talk about it you know things that we talk about in the podcast but sometimes I just get that like fear of like that I don't know I'm just not qualified I am yeah I don't belong in tech like oh because I get flustered by a question therefore it means I don't belong and therefore I don't like yeah, yeah well, I don't I f- know anything. I feel like I can echo these feelings a lot, like mm-hmm. right, like you know, going into computer science in second year, you can already s- like there's always going to be someone more prepared than you, you know, yeah. or, like more experienced than you, and like the the feeling of catching up, that's like I feel like like that's common with like mm-hmm. basically everyone that goes into it. Yeah, right? true, know? true, and and. And, and something that's interesting, I've been reading a bit about it, um, the, especially at the University of Waterloo, they've done a, a, a fair amount of research on this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's saying that the people who have achieved some level of success are usually the most vulnerable to this phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So it seems like, you know, um, the, the, more, the more you get success, the, the success that you get, you start to believe that you've been cheated, you've cheated your way somehow onto that podium, into that success, that any minute it could all disappear. Um, basically that you don't deserve that success. Yeah, yeah it's interesting because, like, the higher you the higher the, the, you look at you can see more of the crowd, it's almost like, right? The, the yeah, higher up you are. Yeah, And, like, the, you can see, you, when you learn more about stuff, like, so many people are in computer science, like, something like this, you know? Um, and, like, the moment you, like, reach the next level, you'll just, you'll just like, find a, another group of people there that are, yeah. like, you know, more experienced than you or something yeah. like that. Why do, so, we, why do we compare ourselves so much to... Everyone around us. I don't know. Where, where does this? Uh, it's like pretty natural desire come from. Pretty natural thing to do, right? Like you know, as a human, to like feel competitive about something, and you're like raised up in an environment where you're. It seems like you have to, you know, do the best as you can with along among a group of people, like, right? You know, in a school or, you know, in a company or something like that. There's always that like you know inherent competitiveness. Mm-hmm. In it. Yeah, I also think like at least for. Me, sometimes I uh, unconsciously compare myself because I'm like, it's that 
that's the drive part of myself that's coming through that it's not because I'm competitive and I want to like beat out someone else but it's like oh this is my frame of reference that maybe like this is what I want to achieve and so I'm comparing my achievements to someone else because I want to get to that point in the future um could be that sometimes but yeah something interesting to note and I don't want to say that this discredits anybody's feelings of imposter syndrome, but it's just something interesting is that studies have shown that this is especially attributed to women more than men. Um, and whereas even men who maybe don't feel they're qualified per position, they'll apply to any position where there's about a 60% match. Mm-hmm. So if they think they fit 60% of it, they'll apply. Whereas women are much less likely to apply yeah. to jobs that they don't believe they're perfectly matched to. At least that's what studies have shown. Mm. And um, I've had like pretty some pretty eye-opening conversations about that with uh, like female uh, co-workers in co-op situations. Like they've mentioned, like I, I didn't really think about it before because like I'm obviously not or I'm, I'm not a woman so like it didn't really come up to me in my mind until you mentioned like mm. you know the feeling of like when you're just surrounded by like a bunch of guys it's just not the same right and like even having like one person there that like you can relate to in like a new in a new environment especially like a new work environment like it's so much more comforting and like so much like more helpful you know to know that someone else has gone through a similar situation yeah yeah so I think that also um relates to ways you can help uh, or ways you can kind of like uh, combat those thoughts when you find yourself falling into that spiral relating to imposter syndrome. Um, Some tips that came from the American Psychological Association, one of them was talk to your mentors. Um, Another one was recognize your expertise um, and remember what you do well. So I think a lot of it goes towards, you know, just reaffirming that, you know, you are capable, reaffirming that you do deserve where you you do deserve everything that you have. And I know that's easier said than done, but little things like... I know it might be sound stupid, but like affirmations, um, the more you say it, I think the more you internalize it. Um, and it does like trickle, I think, into like how you actually view yourself and view like where you are. And also uh, talking to other people who have have similar experiences. I definitely know that like you feel less isolated when you recognize that like oh my god someone else who has is extremely successful and has been working for like 14 years also still struggles with imposter syndrome you know then you realize like oh, it's not just me it's not just because i'm young it's not just mm-hmm. because i'm still learning you know? I, I think like it's it's big it's big better if we just take inspiration from people like that right yeah. like, you know like if you hear about like a really you know overachieving person and like instead of being like oh why couldn't i have been like that three years ago you can be like wow i should really learn from that and you know like be inspired to like do similar things and act in similar ways to like reach my goals mm-hmm. so like i think slowly slowly surely like i'm starting to look at it differently when i look at people like that and i'm like way more on now I'm more likely to be like wow i should like you know follow their path and being instead of being like wow why didn't i do that when i was in high school or something like that you know like three right. years look ago. forward yeah. instead yeah. of looking back exactly yeah exactly yeah. and it, something else to consider is Think about these companies. These are multi-billion dollar, million dollar companies a lot of times you're applying for. Universities are massive organizations. You don't think they do their checking and their vetting when they hire you? Mm-hmm. Like, you apply to a job, you go through interviews, you go through resumes, cover letters. They check everything about you. They, they look at your social media. They look at your references. 
like they know what you're they're doing and mm-hmm. if they hire you for a role mm-hmm. it's because they believe you're going to be successful in it so yeah. you know if you don't have faith in yourself yeah. at least have faith in the organization the HR team the people that hired you to do that job they believe in you so why wouldn't you want to believe in yourself yeah yeah that's actually like the first thing they told us at uh, I had I was at an internship this summer like the first thing they said was like you made it here congratulations so you don't feel bad about yeah. that yeah. so like and accept yeah. compliments. A lot of people tend to reject compliments automatically because they don't think they deserve it. But if someone's complimenting you, they've literally gone out of their way to say something to you mm-hmm. that did not need to be said. Yeah, they have taken time out of their day and mental capacity to compliment <laughs> you on something. That means you deserve it. They're, they're not saying it to, you know, for their own good. Yeah. yeah nice haircut stuff. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah, you. For those of you who can't see, which is all of you, <laughs> Steph got a haircut. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I think another thing along the lines of that is, uh, in general, I've really tried to inhibit like self-deprecation um, and self-deprecating talk because um, <laughs> that's a bad habit of mine. Just like saying it just to the, for the sake of saying it, or maybe for a joke, and you realize like that ends up just keeping your mentality in a, I don't know, in that state, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and. Um, yeah, you just have to, like, stop yourself from saying things like, oh, I'm going to fail that midterm. Like, no, <laughs> don't say that, you know? Like, just believe in the fact that you won't, and then maybe you you won't, you know? To give it more concrete, maybe the last thing I'll say on, on mm-hmm. the topic, I don't want to sound like I'm nagging. Yeah. <laughs> We're, like, giving you all these <laughs> things. This is our yeah, yeah, talk yeah. episode. Um, <laughs> yeah, believe in yourself. <laughs> wash your hands, you know, stay away from public areas, and believe in yourself. Yeah. Quarantine yourself. I know. Um, but, so... To, to maybe add a little bit more of a tangible to what Steph's saying mm-hmm. on how to get that done, write down your achievements. Write, yeah. write down what you've done. Yeah, um, for sure. So you can see a list of everything you've accomplished. And, and don't just write the big things. Write every little thing you've done because those all add up to something that matters. And when you put it all out on a list, out, all out on a list um, you're more easily able to visualize and see why someone believes in you. Yeah, that's what Chris does when he beats me in Smash Bros. <laughs> I write a, down a list. Yeah, he's a he written list of records. Every, so yeah, every time. Every I like to put it in the living room too, <laughs> nice and visible. Yeah. So every time Jacques walks in, he's reminded of... <laughs> he's going to buy a scoreboard soon. He's going to like beep every time he wins. <laughs> I was thinking of making like a website and then having it like public <laughs> so our viewers can keep track. <laughs> oh, no. A live count. Maybe start live streaming yeah. it too. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Gaming channel. Yeah. Um... No, I think I think all that was those are great tips and that's definitely very valid. Um, I'm I I think these are really important things to talk about and maybe we can kind of delve into general wellness topics again in the future. Yeah, this was a really funny episode. <laughs> I think our viewers are really gonna laugh. Super lighthearted. <laughs> Yep. Right in the middle of exam season, you know. Yeah, you can tell. Drop a bomb. How, yeah, how happy we are right now. It's okay. Next episode, we'll just do an hour of stand-up. Despite maybe a bit of a heavier episode today, um, let's finish it off on something a little lighter. Double murder suicides. <laughs> That's That was exactly what I was going to say, Chris. This is now a serial that episode. Off of my mind. Dun, 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 um, but dun, no, dun, actually, dun. unfortunately... Um, Maybe not unfortunately, but we are <laughs> we are gonna go back. Unfortunately, to our... we only have a homicide, not a double homicide yeah, suicide. Um, but we're going back to our onion game, or not the onion? Not 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 the onion. Do we ever give it a name? No, nope, we just called it okay. not the onion. Yeah, on our notes, onion. it's just like the onion game. Yeah, the onion game. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I, I like will... this game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
I'm just gonna start reading, and you can. I'll, yeah, I'm not 100. So sure to, how we to do reiterate this. for our new listeners, what we do is uh, Steph you, reads out a. Uh, <laughs> an, were you gonna say that? No, no, no. I'm just. Th- I'm genuinely thanking okay. you for explaining. Yeah. Okay. I was not sarcastic. Um, <laughs> so so uh, Steph reads out, or the host reads out an Onion article and. Uh, uh, a not the onion article. So this is on Reddit r slash not the onion, which are real life stories that sound as if they are onion articles. And she'll read two articles. Uh, it could be any combination: two onion, two not the onion, one of each. And then Jacques and I have to put in our guesses and see: uh, is it an onion? Is it not the onion? Or wait, not two, just one, just one article just at a time, two. and we mm-hmm. guess whether it is a not the onion or the onion. Yeah. 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 Cool. 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 I'm ready. Okay. Um, so. A woman took 550 times the usual dose of LSD with surprisingly positive consequences. Is that the whole headline? Mm-hmm. Wait, mm-hmm. a woman took 500 times? 550. 550 times. 500 times. Uh, sorry, could you read it again? A woman took 550 times the usual dose of LSD with surprisingly positive consequences. What's the nuance? usual dose of LSD? I don't know. One trip? A couple hours? <laughs> <laughs> So one edible. <laughs> what if it, what if she just like went for back. days, you know, like, you know, <laughs> oh like a, a spiritual journey. Oh, it's, it, it, on one hand, I feel like wouldn't you die if you had like 500 times of anything? Yeah. Yeah. That's you know, what like, I'm thinking too. If you had 500 times the water. But what if that is the positive consequence? Like it's just a clickbait headline. Like what if she wanted to die? Oh, well, that that's just a sad headline then. Yeah. No. Okay, is there mm. a... Is there is a... There, I'm going to say it's not true. I feel like it... Although, but who would make this up? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't sound like someone you'd make That's it true. as a joke. Yeah, okay. I think it's real then. Yeah, I think it's real too. Wait, so then I forgot. I it's We're just doing a one-off like a indiv- on an individual yeah, basis, Yeah, one at right? a time. Okay. it You are correct. It is It is real. Damn. Is yeah. there any more information? Yeah, yeah I'd like us. to learn more about this um, uh, case study. <laughs> Okay, the first line is, drug overdoses can be life-threatening, but for two women who accidentally took massive hits of LSD, the experience was life-changing, and it, I have no idea. Maybe they thought it was, like, a, <laughs> maybe they thought it was like um, some other sort of medicine where you're supposed to, t- like, take a mouthful when you're supposed to, I don't know how big LSD is, but, you know, okay. I don't even know if it comes in pills or not, but. This is, uh, the second line, the second line in is also... Amazing, Kate. A 46-year-old woman snorted a staggering 550 times the normal recreational dose (laughs) of LSE and not only survived, but found that the foot pain she had suffered from since her 20s was dramatically reduced. (laughs) Wow, there you go. Another reason to I don't try have, psychedelics today. I don't have any comments. I, and then the, the subheader midway through the article just says mistaking LSD for cocaine. <laughs> what? This is CNN Health, by the way. Wait, I thought this was like some sketchy <laughs> no, news website. No, this I This whole time I thought it was like, oh my goodness. No, I would pull, I pulled it from a from a legit one. It's CNN Health. Wow, that's Health. hilarious. Wow. I, thought, I thought it was like some joke news site. No, you know, like, it's, I know. Uh, wow. Riveting stuff here. Yeah. Okay, second one. Ready? Yeah. Trump claims responsibility for longest Black History Month in four years. <laughs> yeah, I could see that, him doing that. Really? That's definitely an onion title. Like that that screams. I mean it onion sounds onion. onionish, but yeah. I could definitely see him saying that. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone would be like cheers and yeah. applause. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. This is actually kinda of hard. But it does sound exactly like the format of an onion article. Exactly. Yeah, it does. Um just for the hell of it, I'll go real. But I think All you're right. right. I'll go onions. Yeah. 
Yeah, it is. It is the onion. Yeah. Okay. But I, I also agree. I could definitely see him do this as well. Like write yeah. a tweet about like. I mean, he yeah. said the coronavirus was like made up, right? By. Uh, yeah, to like scare people. China to scare people. So, you know, at that point, <laughs> yeah. at least he got it right that it's the longest in four years. He's a walking onion article himself, but yeah. Damn. Do you have right. any other ones? Or is no, that it? that's it. I got two. Those Damn. are the two. Yeah, Trump. Yeah, sweet. I feel like Trump is like, using Trump is almost like cheating, you know? Cause, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You never know. You never know. Yeah. Good All stuff. Right. Um, yeah, so that concludes that concludes our sixth episode. Wow. I know. Time flies. We're nearing double digits. Yeah, I kept saying we're almost at double digits, didn't I? Keep past, saying like it. three episodes. We, we will, we will yeah. continue to say it until we're at double digits. And, yeah. then, and then we'll still say it. <laughs> we'll round up every time. Yeah, yeah. we'll round up. Yeah, we'll always round up. Yeah, but uh, yeah. hopefully you enjoyed this more melancholy episode than usual. A little bit intense. But A little more yeah. dramatic. Mm-hmm. Less humorous. But Open we promise we still have humor and it'll be back. A little deeper down in in there, but we'll we'll dig it up again for next episode. Really back with we'll have a more optimistic topic. Yeah, maybe. yeah. All right. Until then, um, stay. Wash your hands. Yep. Uh, wash your faces. Believe in yourself. And check in next time to find out what the difference between Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden is. <laughs> yeah, for our hour long stand up special. Yeah, <laughs> a, a Chris Mihai solo show. What? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All <hope> right. You're ready. <laughs> Thanks. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye.